podcasts are time. Uh, we're selling time here. You know, we're we're helping people learn and be entertained in those sections of their day uh, where where they couldn't do any other activity, right? Besides maybe listen to music. Um, you know, in, we're in the car. We're you're at, we're at work. We're at the gym. We're we're helping people do these things when when they can never do it before. Oh, I do love this medium of podcasting. And I have a guest with me on the show today that knows all about podcasting. I mean, the ins and outs, everything. It's Chris List. Chris is the podcaster turned entrepreneur behind Podpreneur, an online program that helps influential entrepreneurs integrate the podcasting platform into their business so they can build credibility, trust, and authority in the online market space. Now, Podpreneur was born out of Chris's love for podcasting and the ridiculous amount of learning he's done in all things entrepreneurship. With this extensive background in podcasting, he is also the optimistic co-host of the Five O'Clock Hustle podcast, which covers the mindset of nine to fivers whose day only begins when everyone is heading home for dinner. Chris also leads Central California's 805 podcast, which is a networking group for aspiring and active podcasters looking to create, grow, and monetize podcasts of all shapes and sizes. You will not want to miss my fantastic conversation with Chris List. We're going to get into it after the theme song. So the big question is this, how do we ambitious professionals avoid the slow moving career, take control of our time and get paid for two things, doing what excites us and making an impact bigger than anyone ever thought was possible. That is the question and this podcast has the answers. My name is Candace Spears and welcome to Ambition, Honey and Hustle. So I've got a super cool guest on the show today and is going to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. And we're going to get into his story. Chris List, welcome to the show. Thank you, Candice, for having me here. I'm very excited to have this conversation today. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, I'm, I'm going to hop into this and say we're talking about podcasting and we're on a podcast and this is going to be a whole lot of fun and I'm super excited. Yes. And I always love talking to podcasters because, of course, there is some shared experience there and there's always some learning that I take away as well. So this will be exciting. All right. So, Chris, you right now are really, really focused on helping people uh, land guest spots on podcasts and that type of thing. Why have you chosen to go down this path? What's your backstory? Well, my my backstory is very much in uh, when I first of all, you know, it's podcasting to me is one of the best platforms to that is available to people, uh, and it's so immediately accessible, so much easier than video, so much uh, faster than having to kind of wordsmith your way into blogging. Um, but my journey into podcasting as a whole has has uh, has kind of led me into helping people create them. Um, but what I found is there's a lot of a lot of barriers, uh, even though it is still much easier than than say uh, having a, being a YouTuber, or creating videos, or or films, or you know starting a blog and writing books. Uh, but 
because there is still some barriers to entry in terms of equipment, how to do it, how to produce the show, getting guests, and so on and so forth, what I found is the best way for people to get their foot in the door of podcasting is to not start a podcast, but be a guest on podcast first. Now, you know, when it came, when it came to me, uh, you know, falling into podcasting in the first place, uh, just a little backstory on myself. Uh, I, I kind of got my... Uh, it was it was a it was a long time ago. We'll just say, <laughs> um, I was uh, working a nine to five job as, as uh, in college as a, a truck driver, and I was driving metal parts around downtown Los Angeles, California. Very glamorous, I know. Yeah. Um, and you know the top one hundred hits on whatever radio station. You know, it kind of gets a little bit old. And at this period of time, podcasting wasn't a very popular thing. Um, but eventually I did find it because you're going to find, uh, something else to do in, in that truck driving those parts around. And, uh, I found podcasting and, and after many years of kind of consuming this content, I was like, you know, I'm here isolated in this, in this, you know, small vehicle with, uh, parts jingling around, but I'm listening to these people basically have amazing conversations and, you know, developing relationships and even making money doing this thing. And my, you know, I, I have some uh, background in recording and things of that nature. And I was like, oh, you know, I could do something like this. So I got a team of people together and we launched a show. And since then, uh, what I really found is that it's it's the com- it's the conversations and being able to create a a place for people to uh, just be comfortable and communicate and actually package it in a way that people all over the world can listen to. Uh, so what I, what I really enjoy about this entire experience is, is delivering a, a, a way that people can actually talk. And that's what podcast guessing is to me. And what that does uh, beyond that is, is, is also extraordinary. Maybe we can get into that as well. Yeah, you know what, what I find really interesting, you know, you talk about through the lens of podcasting, having those conversations and and developing relationships, you made me think about when I did my first guest spot. I just remember like talking and talking and talking. In fact, in fact, if you were to listen to the very first um, guest appearance that I did, I literally, after the first question, I think I talked for like five minutes, <laughs> but, but, but um, there was so much that was learned as a guest and so much that started to become clear to me for even how I might want to execute further on my business and, you know, networking with people and that type of thing. Thing. So I, I completely hear what you're saying. Yeah. And and every every episode that we record, whether, you know, it's just you yourself recording uh, or you're recording with a guest that you're growing every single time. And just mm-hmm. like any conversation, really new things are being discovered, especially in the collaborative environment of of a of a guest type podcast, uh, the the collaboration is, is such a multiplier when it comes to creativity and actually finding your own voice. So even after this conversation today, I'm going to be like, oh, wow, I didn't even know, know that about myself, really. And it's going to, I'm going to be able to leverage that new knowledge into everything that I do. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm right there with you. So with this now, Chris, podcasting, as we both know, um, can sometimes be time intensive, depending on right, depending on what you're doing or in editing or or however. Now, how do you balance because you're still working a nine to five, right? Yeah. How do you balance working a nine to five and, you know, venturing off and doing podcasting and trying to build a business there? How do you balance that? I, I think what, where um, I, I thrived in terms of being able to balance this entire this entire portion of my life that is completely separate from my day to day is is taking the time to do the upfront work, uh, deciding who I'm going to talk to, how I'm going to talk to them, and it's kind of uh, I don't know when this episode is being released, but uh, I was listening to your show today, and uh, you had an episode about. Um, it was wow. What, I can't remember the title, but basically, you were talking about building building uh, credibility with people, oh, yes. and and it's uh, I kind of lost my train of thought trying to remember that uh, the name of that uh, episode. It was I think it was how to build credibility as an entrepreneur. Yeah. So. Building a building a podcast. Okay, so it's uh, podcasting is the authority building mechanism that people need to use today. Yes, uh, but what I was uh, trying to uh, allude to is that um, you know doing the unfret work and knowing your message uh, that that is critical for jumping into something when you have to juggle so many different aspects uh, of of running a, another business on the side. So that means for po- in, uh, in the in terms of podcasting is is dialing down your message. Uh, creating a process for yourself so you're not going in cold every single time, not knowing where to begin or where to start. Uh, and another big one is batch processing your work. So whenever, for instance, today, um, I have I actually have several uh, episodes that I'm recording. Um, I have two consulting meetings that I'm doing, and it's all kind of happening at once. So I can really focus on my on my nine to five when I'm there, and focus it on my podcasting and on my clients um, when I'm not. Um, so dialing in my process is a very key to this entire thing. Yeah, I I agree with you, especially as it relates to you know batching right now is is saving my sanity. <laughs> so <laughs> you know I um people ask me often like, well, how do you do that? Especially when they hear that I have a daily podcast it's seven days a week, not five. And so it's generally, you know, how do you do that? Right. And and balance a full time. But I think you hit the nail on the head, figuring out that process and and batching and kind of knowing where you want to go is helpful. Yeah. And it's not going to be the same for everyone. Right. You know, uh, for instance, you know, I said that I was doing a few different activities for for my podcasting business today, um, but for others, it might make more sense to do literally just focusing on one single aspect. So you're in the headspace of of batch processing that specific thing, and say it's recording an episode, and then going into the editing process later on. Now, in the eyes of a guest, uh, it, it would absolutely make sense for a professional to be able to do a few of these. Uh, during a certain period of time of their day. Uh, so, you know, it, how, how that happens can be a very personal thing. So, and there is no one way to do it. It's about doing that upfront work and finding your process. Mm-hmm. So now tell me as, as 
you're going forward um, with podcasting mm-hmm. and balancing that with the, the nine to five, right? And doing even appearances yourself, like today, are you finding that you need to hire help or are you doing everything on your own? Um, I'm, I'm actually, I, I do get a little help now. Um, I think it is important for people who are trying to leverage their personal brands and start, uh, start businesses that are focused on, on, you know, their singular skill set, uh, to master the things that they're hiring their people for. Um, so that means that could mean editing that could mean, you know, booking, uh, booking shows and booking guests and, and, uh, getting booked yourself, uh, as a guest and going through all these processes. So you can pen them down, you know, get everything on, uh, of some, on some kind of format that you're able to deliver to someone so they don't have to kind of go through the entire process, figuring it on their own. You know, it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a responsibility as someone, uh, as a leader of a company to kind of guide people in that way and not just kind of send them out and hope for the best. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Like, this is that thing I want done, uh, go do it and make it happen. But, but not having any idea of kind of what your strategy is and maybe what's involved and that type of thing. You know? Yeah. There's, uh, there's, a. Uh... Because, again, you know, we have our personal process. Uh, it is good to leave some room for creativity and letting those people explore and find better ways because we don't know better ways. That's why we're uh, that's why we hire people in the first place is because we need that extra person, their creativity to kind of uplift us and mm-hmm. and allow us to grow as as individuals as much as it is our company. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So you talked earlier, you know, we're talking about you, you kind of got into why we should care about mm-hmm. guest podcasting and um, how that can help us in developing our relationships and beginning to get our, our message out there. What is, if someone were to come up to you and say, Chris, okay, you're telling me that this guest podcasting thing is important sell me like what's the one reason it should be super super important to me as as an entrepreneur to to start getting myself out there it's really um there's kind of two components the first is attention obviously being on a bunch of places all the time is going to be great for being seen but what is really important about being on a show is being able to uh, basically take the collective trust of the host of that show, their trust, as well as the trust of their audience, because they're kind of putting a, a bow on a, on a, on a present for you and delivering it. And it, that is the trust that they have accumulated over time with the people uh, who listen to them on a, however many day basis they, you know, if it's your show, it's a daily basis. And if it's mm-hmm. another person's shows could be once a week or once a month, even um, it's really being able to have a platform so you can acquire that trust more quickly. And that is an incredibly important aspect of growing anything, whether it be your business or your personal brand. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, I, yeah. I I 1000% agree with you. Now, I've once heard from someone that 
when it comes to guest podcasting, don't necessarily go for the big fish, right? Especially if you, if this is your first time at the rodeo, right? Y- yes. <laughs> what, yes. What would you say there? <laughs> you know, I, I, how I actually teach this is I, I, I kind of, I kind of call it the outreach scale. So, you know, on one end, uh, you, there you are. And, uh, we'll, we'll say that, uh, you know, we're a, a fictional character that is just getting into business. You know, they don't have a whole lot of experience, but they're passionate about it and they want to make a career uh, out of the thing. Uh, And then on the other end, you have some of the heavy hitting uh, podcasts out there and uh, they're, uh, you know, let's say, let's just go to the top. You got like Joe Rogan or, you know, Tim Ferriss or uh, who, all the big, really big name podcasts that have guests on their show. So you have these two ends of of the uh, the spectrum here, you know, some really small show on one end, and on the other end you have all the big dogs. Now the outreach scale basically means is that wherever you are, wherever you lie, when it comes to your uh, your authority in the social space, in the in the size of your audience at that time, um, that's really the place that you should be kind of targeting to begin with. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't go ahead and say, hey, Joe Rogan, I would love to be on your show. Um, it just means that wherever you are on that scale, there's a there's a, a chance that you could be wasting a lot of time targeting these big generalized audiences. Uh, and that means going going smaller, going trying to find those people who are who are hustling and struggling right alongside you and kind of guiding those people along with you and go on the journey with them because there's a lot to gain from people who are in a similar spot uh, when it comes to their messages. And the effect of that is it it can be very beneficial for both parties. And that's kind of the idea. What can you give them? How can you leverage your audience uh, for them? What are you going to give them? Uh, And that's going to multiply your ability to grow your audience much faster than going on any big name show, which might not even have anything to do with what you're doing. (laughs) Um, But I mean, there's, there's a tons of, tons of ways to look at this, but I, I'd say like, if you're going to focus, uh, like focus on, uh, you know, nine, say you're in the, uh, Joe Rogan's the 1%, right? Most people, they're the, the 99%. Focus 99% of your effort on the people who are in the same place you are. And then the 1% on those, on those dream shot kind of, uh, podcasts. Uh, but then again, I also tell people, could you even handle being on one of those shows today? Mm. What would even happen to your business? Could you handle that much business that would be generated from being exposed by one of the biggest stages in our space? Um, that's a good point. So that's, that's uh, one way to look at it for sure. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that's one that I never thought of until you just said that right now. Um, are you are you are you ready for that type of thing? Huh. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all it's 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 a scale. We have to we have to you know we have to work our way up the scale until you know we tip it and then you know you're we're the big dogs and and then eventually you're not even kind of pitching these podcasts, right? People are coming to pitch you all the time. Uh, and that's that's uh that's when time becomes the primary uh, issue as opposed to your authority and credibility. Mm-hmm. So you talked about that, um, you know, the importance of having uh, sort of this mutual benefit 
when you're pitching to get on the show and that type of thing. I will tell you, I I hear often, and I've actually experienced it um, myself from someone pitching me, but I hear often people just kind of saying, oh yeah, I need to go get on a podcast and tell about all the new things that I'm about to do and make sure everybody knows I've got this new promotion. I've got this opening. I've got that. And I'm always like, wait, 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 <laughs> make sure, make sure, right. You're bringing something of, of value. It's not just about you. Right. Yeah. And that not even directly to that person, like obviously like people want to promote whatever it is that they're promoting. But if you're going to go on someone's show, it's one thing to say, hey, like, let's have a great conversation. It's another thing that when you're actually bringing something to the table for their audience, because that's in a, in a podcaster's mind, like I, I need to I need to. I need to acquire and, re- and retain the listeners that I have. And how do I do that? I have to give them information that they want and need at that time. Now, if you go, if, if you know, if someone is going to say, hey, I, 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 I've started a dog food uh, a company and then but your podcast is about, you know, I don't know, uh, writing books, <laughs> you know, right, they're like, right. it doesn't really <laughs> matter to me and it doesn't matter to anyone. And maybe somebody will want to buy your dog food, but the chances are you're wasting your time and you're wasting mine. Right. Right. So making and, sure you hit that point for sure is, 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 uh, is, is critical for both parties. Mm-hmm, right. Is it relevant? Don't waste time. And what's the value to their audience? For sure. For sure. So now Chris, tell me, if whoever is listening to us right now is thinking, all right, this is good. Um, I believe what Chris is saying. I think I need to go off and start doing this. What is the first step you would say they should take? I think uh, people should definitely take the time to figure out how and what they would like to talk about. Uh, when I first started podcasting, it was, uh, you know, the show was it didn't really have any core message. There was nothing, there's no through line guiding people in a certain direction. So really sitting down and saying like, what do I care about? What do I want to talk about? What really excites me? And then think about like, is this something that I actually have, uh, is this something that I'm talented at? Is it something that I have some kind of expertise or is it something that I'm willing to just, just give my blood, sweat, and tears into developing that expertise. Um, so really sitting down and trying to determine what that message, message is going to be is definitely the most critical thing that you need to focus on before you start reaching out to podcasts. Okay. Figuring the out second, your message. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And the second thing is really uh, when you do start to think about reaching out to shows is that you need to start targeting shows that, again, that is in your outreach scale um, that you actually have genuine interest for. So you actually would want to go on their show. And that means you're going to have to do a little bit of work. You're especially in the beginning, you're going to have to focus on really listening to the shows that you're, you're going to pitch. And say, hey, like, is this someone that I would even want to talk to? Is it, does it jive with my personality? Like, am I going to thrive in the environment uh, when when the mics are turned on and we're actually starting to talk? Because there is a chemistry aspect to any kind of conversation, and that gets easier as time goes on. And that's why I say you really need to focus on: Do I really want to go on this particular podcast? 
You know, so the personality one is is very interesting that you say that, Chris, because I have I didn't think about it until now, but I've I've seen this one play out even for me. There are some guests on the show that oh my gosh, click, conversation is just flowing, flowing, flowing. There are others where I may find myself like, okay, personality may be slightly altered. I got to compensate for this differently. You know what I mean? That type of thing. So I agree. Personality is a good consideration, um, especially if you don't want to find yourself in an awkward situation um, as a guest on the show. Absolutely. And when someone, you know, it, it, it comes with experience, right? Especially in, and in both seats, you know, if it's a, if you're targeting people on your outreach scale that are are newer to the game and they haven't been interviewing a lot of people, they're not going to be able to guide those conversations in the same way that someone who's been doing it for a few years. Uh, and the same goes for the guests themselves. If they're if they're pros and they've done, you know, a 500 interviews in the last a few years, then yeah, they're going to be able to deliver that message uh, no matter what, probably. Um, so that's why I think it's definitely important for anyone starting out to focus on those personalities and see, is it going to happen the way that I want it to? Uh, and that's 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 just, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the real power behind podcasting is being able to convince people that you're having a real conversation because they want to be a part of it. That's why people are sitting down listening to it because they want to partic in that, p participate in that conversation. And if it's not there, then again, it's a waste of time. Mm -hmm. um, beyond that, um, if you are serious about having this, integrating this into your into your business, into uh, growing your growing yourself, then I would definitely consider uh, getting some minimal equipment. And that means at least a a a a very inexpensive pair of headphones. It could even be the ones that are inside of, you know, that come with your iPhone when you purchase it. You know, it doesn't really matter. It's just about getting rid of that feedback uh, and making sure people aren't hearing a bunch of stuff they're not supposed to hear uh, because of it's overlapping into the microphone. You're getting a feedback loop. Uh, that's all technical, whatever. Uh, and then, you know, uh, an inexpensive microphone. And one I suggest all the time is the ATR2100. It's a very popular, inexpensive USB mic that you just pop into your computer and it just works. Um, beyond that, you know, you can get gear talk can go on forever. But if you're going to get some equipment, those are the two things that I'd say you you need before you even start. Um, and the reason is because it's going to make it easier for your host. Um, and everything that I tell people is, is are you making this easy for the host to say yes when it comes to having you on on their show? Um, and then, well, what are some other things? I mean, the, the list goes on when it comes to tips uh, about getting uh, getting into guessing. But I think having uh, when once you have your kind of message is being able to inject yourself into into that message, having a personal story that kind of drives drives through the entire thing, as well as some very specific talking points that you can say, tell the people that um, I, I'm going to come on and talk about this. Like we're here talking about podcast guesting today, for instance. Um, mm -hmm. I have a number of other topics that I can speak on, but there is uh, that's the one that I felt like would resonate with what I'm doing right now as well as that might have benefited your show. And that's how kind of this, how this all kind of happened. Um, and then to have a single and amazing call to action. Uh, people always just kind of say, yeah, go uh, call to actions to me. They're, they're kind of funny. Uh, Cause 
especially in the podcasting world, because it's kind of you get a lot of boilerplate kind of stuff happening. Uh, and generally, if it's not something that you've put the proper thought into, it's going to be a point of, OK, that was about 10 seconds of my life that it was wasted. <laughs> uh, and n- now, great. They listen to me have this amazing conversation. But now uh, there's nothing to do. Like what? I'm going to go follow you on Instagram or on Facebook right now. Um it's really important that you have one single amazing call to action because when it comes to the, to integrating this process into a business um, is that it is marketing. You have to deliver a consistent message every single time and people are want, need to hear it several times before it even happens. So making sure that you have a value driven and goal oriented call to action is a critical piece of succeeding in being a guest on podcasts. Um, and it's not necessarily about booking, but you know, it's important to have some things in place when you're actually, uh, doing the show. Uh, so what does that mean? It means, uh, you know, for instance, if you have a product, then you need to, okay, let's back up. (laughs) (laughs) If you have, if you have, uh, you have to have a goal in mind, right? That's why I said, what I mentioned, this needs to be goal oriented and value driven. So you have to have a goal for each episode that you go on. And then that goal, it needs to be in that call to action, but that goal also has to be value driven for the audience that you're speaking to Mm -hmm. that. So that means if, uh, again, if we're the dog food company, uh, Maybe if they're on a show about writing books, uh, I don't even know how we would end up doing that. But maybe something along the lines of, uh, I wrote a book on dog food <laughs> that I would like you to purchase, you know? So I, that that one was, I should have probably actually prepared an example for that. But That's okay, uh, but that, can, that, that, that could work. That's an angle. <laughs> it is an, it is an angle. angle. <laughs> but um, what, generally what I like to tell people to do is have a lead, a lead, uh, lead magnet for people to uh, go in go and interact with afterwards so they can continue that conversation somewhere else. Um, whether that be, uh, you know, with a, you know, a checklist or a course or, uh, or some kind of thing that is going to, uh, further the teachings that they went through, or it could be in fact, you know, actually having a conversation, uh, from the podcast. So say we posted this on, uh, LinkedIn, for instance, to say, okay, uh, but, like once this thing goes live, just just go and uh, if you have any questions for me, please leave them in in the comments on LinkedIn, and I'd be ha- I'd be happy to have a conversation with you guys. Uh, and some something that actually is going to be valuable for the people listening, not not what you think is valuable for you, but what's valuable for them. Right, right. And you know, I I, I will tell you through some of the things that you've said. A couple of things jumped out for me. One, mm-hmm. when you were talking about just the um, importance of making it easy for your host, this is so big, listeners. This is so big. Can't tell you the number of times, right? I see a pitch, but it's so it's vague still, right? It, it makes me look for the angle um, to to figure out, and you don't want to do that. You do want to make it easy for the host to just say, "Yeah, absolutely." Like right. this is this is spot on. Like this is perfect for my audience. So I agree with you completely. And I laughed a little bit when you were talking about the um, marketing and being super clear on those call to actions because I know myself when I was first doing the guesting, right? I 
yeah, you can find me here on IG. You can find me here. (laughs) That's what it is. That's what you always hear. And then nobody does any of those things because one, there's, there's too many things happening at once. Uh, Usually people rail out a couple of them, right? Follow me on this, follow me on that, do this, do that. Okay. Like that's, this is kind of crazy. <laughs> right, um, right. It might not seem crazy because it's kind of like a, there's a, something called a banner blindness. And then uh, it, what banner blindness is basically is uh, when people were searching on the Internet and they would see banner ads all the time. First of all, they're annoying. But cut to, you know, a few months later. Um, uh, and this is this literally happens like that quickly, just in a few months. People don't even see them when they're searching on the Internet anymore. Uh, you can be flipping through, you know, a, say some some random blog. And there's all these ads that people were making uh, money with at some point in time. It's not people are still making money doing it. That's otherwise they wouldn't be doing it. But the fact is a very large portion of the population that is our power users of, of, of things like blogs and things of that nature, they don't see them anymore. They just, they're just, it's not valuable to them. So their brain has decided I don't even need to, uh, to consider that that was something that uh, I saw a second ago. Uh, and the same thing goes for podcasting. When someone starts to hear, oh, okay, here comes the, here comes the kicker. Here comes the pitch. What is it going to, uh, all right, <laughs> shut, shut all systems down. I, I, I don't need to hear whatever's happening in the next 15 seconds. And a lot of people, once they hear it wrapping up anyway, um, they, they, that's when they kind of click off, right? That's like, I, I got the value out of it. There's no reason for me to continue. Um, because, you know, we're, we're time podcasts are time. Uh, we're selling time here. You know, we're, we're helping people learn and be entertained in those sections of their day, uh, where, where they couldn't do any other activity, right. Besides maybe listen to music. Um, you know, they're in, we're in the car where you're at, we're at work, we're at the gym. We're, we're, helping people do these things when when they can never do it before so being respectful of that time and actually hooking people into doing the thing is really kind of an art and that's why i think people really need to focus on what they what it is they actually want people to do and creating a way to make it happen Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? We get to we get to test and see some of this live in action right now because <laughs> I know, <laughs> Chris, that you have um, something super valuable to to share with this audience. So tell us a little bit about it. Now, when I okay, so first of all, when I got into podcasting, I had no idea how many different aspects that could go wrong. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's true like there's so many so many different things so many moving parts when it comes to actually running a successful show um and while i was interviewing all these people i realized wow they're getting the exact same benefit of hosting their own show with literally doing none of the work mm-hmm. so that's why we're talking about you know podcast interviews today uh, because it's such a critical piece of getting your message heard, growing authority, growing that trust with with potential customers, and and really, you know, creating that system that is going to allow you to actually run a successful business today, and especially in a digital world. Uh, and that's why I created the interviews challenge, which basically is a thing that helps people leverage podcasting without podcasting at all. All they have to do is go on and be a guest. 
So what it is, is basically we go through a couple of days of us, uh, you know, learning the process of developing that message, um, you know, going through all the equipment necessities and all these, everything that you could possibly need to actually get started quickly and start booking guest spots as soon as you're done. And you're going to have hundreds of prospects. You're going to have hopefully dozen, at least dozens of, 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 of episodes booked uh, with this challenge. So that's what it is. It's the pod, it's the podcast interviews challenge. And if people want to participate and they want to go do it, you can go to interviewschallenge.com. And uh, you know what, Candice, I, I gave you a, uh, a link that uh, 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 so people could sign, sign up for this. Um, but I'm going to give you a, a new one so you can actually have your listeners save a, a pretty good percentage on on the cost of that, uh, that challenge as well. So if you want to grow your authority, you want to grow trust with your customers, podcasting is the way to go. And if you want to do it easier, you do it with podcast guesting. That's it. Awesome. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, listeners, as you've been listening to us for the past um, 30 or so minutes, I if you're not confident that um, Chris knows a thing or two <laughs> about this, um, I hope you're confident now. And I will be sure to put a link to the interviews challenge. We'll make sure that you get the, the discount related to that program too. It will be on CandiceBeers.com. So you can check that out there. And and Chris, I must say it has been a pleasure, a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me on the show. And I, I can't wait to listen more of your, of your episodes. Uh, it, was, it was such a fun journey, you know, kind of getting prepared for this for this interview and listening to some of the shows that, that uh, you've done in the past. And I am happy to be a uh, subscriber now. <laughs> ah, thank you. Chris. Everybody thank should you. go and subscribe to to this show if you haven't already, uh, because there's so much gold, and you need to go through that entire library and listen to every single bit because there's so much value there and so many amazing guests, and I'm I'm happy to be one of them. Wow. Well, thank you, Chris. Chris has just officially made my day, everyone. So, <laughs> so everyone, don't just, as usual, don't just take what you've heard and do nothing with it. Take it and take some action. So I hope you're having a great day. You have a great day. You have a great evening whenever you're listening. And I'll talk to you again very, very soon. You can find the show notes for this episode and just about all the other episodes on CandiceBeers.com. So go and check it out. Not only can you find the show notes, but you'll find other bonus resources, some freebies, some blog posts that may be helpful to you. There's plenty hanging out at my home base. So go to CandiceBeers.com. I guarantee you there will be some things there to help you on your bigger impact journey. Goodbye for now.